Welcome to an episode of It's Not That Bad Podcast. I am Fern here with Dom. Hey there. So obviously, Dom, uh-huh. um, what is it? San Diego Comic-Con came. Ooh, yeah. And uh, we'll touch on the news later. But what I was thinking yeah. is obviously like that's become a different entity, right? Uh-huh. It's something where like Suicide Girls have a booth there. And you know, and yeah, and then there's like um, there's like uh, comedians and stuff that have really nothing to do with uh, that type of you know cartoons and yeah. you know whatever there, and which is fine, but um, okay, I was wondering, uh huh, because we know there's a lot of different you know conventions and what have you, uh huh, but if you can make a convention, what would it be? That's a pretty good one. It could be something similar, you know, or it could, uh, it, it maybe your version of it, right? Maybe your version of the supernatural convention. Ooh, that's a pretty good one. Where it's like a bunch of just like fat nerds who are there to just be like, well, <laughs> I went to Area 51 before everyone was talking about Stormy. Yeah, well, I was um, butt probed by an alien way before everyone was talking about it. And then some other guy's like, you guys are nerds. <laughs> uh, that would be a pretty good one. Um, maybe a... Can we have a convention that's exclusively for um, Funko Pop collectors? Yeah. God, Funko Con. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what's taken over a lot of the, like, especially here, like, because we can't call it Comic-Con anymore. It's FanFest. Is that what it's called? Is that for reals? Yeah. They can't uh, call it. I thought FanFest was a different convention. Is that something different? I, I think, don't know. I, I think kn- so. I, I don't think they can call it Comic-Con, though, here anymore. I think it's just PhoenixCon. It's called, yeah, that's what it's called, PhoenixCon. And then FanFest is, is something like different. A, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because... I know when I last went, they had a bunch of, like, Funko stuff, and I was just like, I mean, it's cool sometimes, but, like... Yeah, it's cool to have, like, one or two. Yeah, but I feel like... Maybe, like, like a dozen if it, you know, kind of random. Yeah, and then you're, like, my mom who has, like, a bunch of them, like, and it's just like, why? Yeah. Um, As we talked about it before, like, going to that, um, the ancient aliens Mm. one, and it's like... Okay, because A, I would think that would be kind of cool, but I B, I don't think I'd want to be around those people. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I started thinking, like, I think that's a lot of, because I haven't really been to a, a convention in, of any sort, and um, Junior was talking about maybe going to one, and I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. But, like, I don't know if I'd ever, like, it's weird because my fandom is there, but it, I feel like it's not diehard, or maybe it is diehard, but it's not like that's rambunctious. What, as- that's what you get a lot. Because when I went to like a few comic cons, um, that's what it was. Because there'd be a lot of people where you're like, those people are nerd. Oh my god, look at their dress like this, right? And then you see other people <laughs> and you who kind of say the same thing, and they're like, right, right. And then they say something super nerdy that has like that's about like Star Trek or this and that, and you're like. 
oh, I didn't want to be lumped in with you. But then you see, like, some guy has, um, I don't know, some some cool costume. You're like, oh, that's so sick. Oh, hey, oh, that's so cool. And then someone over here is like, look at that fucking nerd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, it, that's how it is. It's like everyone there is just calling each other nerds, and it's like, but like it's like a hall of mirrors, but where it's actually one person standing there, and all the nerd, like all the mirrors are just showing the same person. No nerd. Well, because I was like, yeah, obviously, like uh, a Stargate one, right? Because <laughs> I was like, I love Stargate, uh-huh. and it's like aliens and stuff. But then I was like, I wouldn't would really you, though. Yeah, like if but, it was here, and if you, it was cheap enough, maybe. Yeah, but, like, would you actually, like... Because I feel like you'd go and you'd be like, oh, right? Like, a few, like, people you see, you'd be like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's cool. And you go to some of, like, the little things that they have. But then after a while, I feel like you'd be like... That's uh, enough. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> one one that Brian went to, I forgot what it's called. But they all they do is they show off, like, new, like, gear for, like, um, for filming. Yeah. I was like, that'd be a pretty cool one to go to. Like you just get to see and get mess around with like new lights or new, but then at the same time, then you'd have people who, like Brian, who's standing there talking to like some other person about it, and you're like, oh, "You guys are fucking nerds! Like, stop talking about this! Like, I just want to mess around with the camera." Yeah. So yeah, but see, this one has the new like this uh, 8K because the SD or the what is what is it the SS the SSD and this one actually you see it's better at capturing like the light better than this one because like it's mimicking the film and you're just yeah. like after a while you're so just you, like you obviously have to spend 40 40,000 yeah. dollars on this body yeah he'd be like oh shit yeah I do and it's like no you don't no you don't at all and yeah you're right it's like I don't know if there is one where I would be like yeah, this is cool. The only thing I could think of is like Halo, because Halo, I think they did have like a weird HaloCon. It was like a celebration thing oh, where okay. they had it like in different, a couple of different cities, and some of that stuff like seemed pretty cool. Like it's like, oh, you could, you know, go like in a replica of this ship and blah blah blah. And I think they even had like gameplay from the new game already out or something something like that right and it's like see like that would be cool yeah i don't know i uh i was like yeah i don't i don't think there would be i don't think there i mean unless like you took everything about you and made a con out of it where it's like yeah check out this con about star wars and filmmaking and crying in corners alone Mm -hmm. Welcome to DomCon. <laughs> hey, at least there'd be a lot of good food there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's um the the con especially I think it's especially because that shit pops up all the fucking time. Like there's a there's like some game convention coming here and then I know a couple of friends who they have like an anime convention that comes here that they go to and then there's yeah, there's like the fan fest one and there's a regular phoenix one and then minus like the horror the horror one that usually comes here that'd be a pretty cool one to go to like horror yeah and then i think i think i told you like they had that supernatural tv show one here yeah because my sister and my mom went to that one yeah and so it's like enough already (laughs) i mean at least people go to it you know i mean at least people aren't like doing this and like it's just one guy who's sitting there like 
Yeah. But I think I think it would I think my idea of them would be a lot better if they was if it was minimalized. If yeah. San Diego was like one of the big ten out of the year, right? Mm. And, you know, um oh yeah, um Houston has one and blah 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 has one. You know what I mean? Mm. And so like like in Arizona, it's like we don't have any unless it's like once a year or something. You know what I mean? Mm. But I get because people are, are fans of things, so it makes sense. But like, I think just the idea of like, well, everyone has a Comic Con or a con for something, and it's just like, eh. The only one that I actually kind of thought about going to was one in, I think, Fountain Hills, where they actually, it was like a UFO like thingy. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Um, and it was like, I think it was like two years ago already, two three years ago, and I think tickets were pretty cheap. And I was I was thinking about going, but I completely fucking forgot. And I didn't remember till I was watching a video on YouTube, and the guy on there was interviewing someone from there, yeah. and I was like, oh shit. So I fucked up, but yeah, maybe um, maybe I'm being too harsh. Maybe maybe, maybe if this. <clears throat> Thing, this podcast, this whatever we're doing takes off, then we can make our own con. Yeah. Or at least just have a panel there. We could just go no, and we could be a like. whole con. Everyone could come and tell us what movie that they think is not that bad. And then we tell them they're stupid. Yeah, we flip them off in their face and we tell them, nerds. One day, Dom. One day. This is the fucking news. A Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is coming to Hulu as a series. It's already on Hulu as a series. No, I mean, like, it's, I think it's going to be a new series on Hulu. But there is a series on Hulu. No, I know, but I'm saying that there's going to be another, yet again another series for The Hitchhiker's Guide on Hulu. But there's already a series on Is there? Yeah, the original um Oh the original TV ones on one. there? No, I guess they're going to they're gonna I guess they're gonna um remake it. Um so according to Deadline, Lost Alum, Carlton Cuse, he's a pretty he's pretty good. And Wonder Woman scribe Jason Fuchs are developing a television adaption of Adam's books which follows the human obviously Arthur Dent and you know, being rescued by Ford Prefect, and then, you know, him and um, them going through the galaxy together, hitchhiking it up. Is it gonna... Is it gonna divert from, like, the original stuff? I th I think it's probably gonna start off, the first season will probably just be, like, a straight-up adaption, and I feel like the other seasons will kind of, like, veer off. Maybe they'll probably touch on, like, Restaurant at the End of the Universe, and... So long and thanks for all the fish and all that. You know, they'll probably touch on it here and there in like other seasons if it gets picked up. But I feel like that first season is probably going to stick to like the first book and maybe like the second book. I mean, I think we did talk about this before. And I said I, I'd be down if they were to do anything. I thought it would be more of like a cartoon. Mm -hmm. So I think yeah. it'd be kind of interesting to have like, especially right now, where I feel like Rick and Morty really. <laughs> push like the new age of like adult cartoons and stuff like that so it'd, it'd be kind of cool if they rolled that way but either way yeah i'm excited i mean what i what i really hope is that they do they take it and they make it kind of their own 
where that's exactly what Douglas Adams did to begin with, where he constantly was evolving the story. Like, yeah, it started off as a radio show first, and then it was a TV show, and then it was a book, and then it was a TV adaption, and then it was radio again, and then it was a movie, and then it was TV, and then, you know, it just goes back and forth, back and forth. It's literally, like, building on top of each other, and hopefully they take things from, like, older things, and they take new ideas, and they, they, you know what I mean? Like, they try and make it their own. They don't just, like, oh, let's remake the film as a TV show. Yeah, I, I uh, I think I'm on board. I would like to see the cast, because... The last cast was fucking perfect. And so it sucked to be like, who's that? Yeah. Is that per- huh? yeah. Exactly. And I get it because it is going to be like a Hulu thing, but you could you could spend money to get good people on Hulu. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at Castle Rock and stuff like that, right? I mean. Yeah, hands made in, hand, Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid, Handmaid's Tale, whatever. Well, yeah. And I mean, Disney owns it pretty much now, so I mean, they can get anybody. I'm excited. Uh, I can't wait till more stuff comes out about it, but I'm going to say I'm already 100% on board. All right. So let's talk about the biggest news from this past weekend, though. We had Comic-Con, which is something that we touched on at the beginning, but we had a bunch of trailers that dropped. So like It, Chapter 2, we had Jay and Silent Bob get rebooted. We got other stuff. Um, one One big thing was sticking with like Hulu as well. So the Orville is moving from Fox to Hulu for season three. So I'm pretty stoked at that because I feel like they're going to give him a wider like range of like things that he can do and he can push kind of like boundaries, obviously. But also I feel like Fox was kind of restricting him a little bit too with certain things that he could do and couldn't do. And I feel like this would be a little bit better, especially like, I mean, it does suck. We have to wait like a year and a half to till the season. But I mean, we already have to do that with Westworld and, and the Orville <laughs> to begin with. So, I mean, I feel like it's not that bad of a wait. I do feel like it is a, it's a smart thing to do because it will most likely give them longevity because I feel like with stuff like this, my sister was telling me like, there is a show on Netflix that's been going on for like, five seasons and i've never fucking heard of it she's like yeah i watch it all the time and i was like really i don't i don't remember what it was (laughs) and i was like really she's like yeah i'm like holy shit so if something like that can exist then something like this who already has a huge built-in audience of people who love like the sci-fi stuff then yeah it's like a no-brainer because then it's like oh yeah we can give you this you know now whenever we want and I and I hope that maybe they take advantage of it. Yeah. Where, yes, a fucking year and a half is ridiculous. But maybe moving forward, it's like, oh, they can have like a like a a movie now, right? Mm-hmm. And then they could do like a, a shorter season, one one year that has like, you know, like a hour plus every episode. But then maybe the next year, you know, they do it more. More, you know, oh, yeah, 15 episodes, 40, 40 minutes each or something. But, yeah, you're right. The whole waiting for that long is fucking stupid. It's ridiculous. Marvel finally announced Phase 4 and parts of Phase 5 of the MCU. And starting it off is going to be Black Widow, which is, I think they said is going to, instead of being set 
before Iron Man 2, I think it's going to be set now after Civil War. So it kind of it moved things up a little bit. And then after that, um, we're going to get Eternals. And then, obviously, Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV show on Disney+. Plus. There's a lot of Disney Plus in here. And then Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Ooh, we're going to finally get the, the Mandarin. And Aquafina's going to be in that one. And then WandaVision, Loki, uh, Doctor Strange, and the Multiverse of Madness. I can't wait to see that. That They said that's going to be their first horror film, I guess, for the MCU. Like, I mean, we could have really had that if we had gotten, um, what was new it called? Mutants. Yeah, New Mutants. But, I mean, what if, right? That's the other show that's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Which they said, I think the first episode is going to be like, what if Peggy Carter got the um, the super serums? Um, That's the cartoon, right? Um, yeah, and then I think in that they said that if she, when she got that, then Steve Rogers got uh, like an Iron Man suit or something. Like something crazy like that. That'd be pretty cool. And then it's Thor, Love and Thunder. And that's when we're finally going to get um, Lady Thor. Who's, I think they, they've officially announced her name as uh, Mighty Thor. I think that's probably the end of Phase 4, because we know that Blade, who's gonna, what's going to star Mahershala Ali, which is, like, badass. And then, obviously, Black Panther 2, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Captain Marvel 2, and then <clears throat> Fantastic Four. Allegedly. Allegedly. So what do you, what do you think about? I don't know. Uh, not crazy excited, but I am happy. <coughs> I guess it's because I knew it was coming anyway. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> and there's nothing, there's nothing like ridiculously amazing that it's like, oh yeah, it's more of like, I'm I'm ready to see that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's obviously exciting to see that they're pushing forward with the TV and the movie universes being intertwined. So it'd be interesting to kind of see like how they go about doing this from now on. Yeah. Because you know, maybe we get a movie and the movie's good. Like uh, like let's say Spider-Man was great but then you get a Spider-Man TV show and then you just see like the small little funny details that happen in between this and the next Spider-Man. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever movie is going to be in. So when you see him in the next movie, it's like, oh, yeah, like, this is fun. Because remember when they went to that field trip? And then, yeah, he, like, shot Webb on his penis and it ripped off all his hair. Remember that one? That was great. No. Remember? No. It's in the Spider-Man TV show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to show, like, oh, yeah, they look at, like, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have, like, for me, it doesn't have to be super vital to the story, but it is cool to be like, yeah, well, if, if you want to know what happened, why don't you just watch the TV show? Yeah. You know there's going to be people who complain, well, now I have to watch t- TV shows just to watch a movie? It's like, yeah, but they're saying people who complain about Endgame. And, That's true. And Infinity War, and they're like, yeah, but oh, I'm not going to watch all those movies. And it's like, 
then don't. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to watch it, then watch it. Don't, you don't have to fucking complain. This is more of a payoff for people who did watch it. And if you watch it and enjoy it, then good. Well, one thing I liked, too, about this was that they decided to do less movies. There's only, like, four movies, right? And the rest of them are TV shows. So, so I like that they're, they're kind of understanding, like, hey, we can't, like... We can't, because you know how each each phase progressively got longer. It's like we can't just like now. Oh, now it's gonna be fifty movies long in three years. But it's like no. See, phase four is four movies plus all these TV shows in like two years. So it's like you know what I mean. Like it's kind of a slowdown, but it makes sense because it's like this is supposed to be like a turning point where it's like, oh well, we just saw these three phases. This is supposed to be like this like transitionary period right to what's coming next yeah because when you definitely look at it it looks like that it's short it feels like it's not i mean it feels like it's not that long i feel like the next thing you know we're like oh phase four is already over wow oh we're in phase five now um but yeah you're right i i think the i think them working in the tv shows is cool because it it does feel like a slowdown where you're like, hey, it's okay if you don't want to watch three movies a year. There's t- the TV shows on Hulu. They're for free. You can watch them. And so maybe that would tie people in to be like, oh, hey, I, you know what? This WandaVision TV show is really good. Oh, you know, I can't wait to see them in new Avengers. And maybe that might tie into um, the multi- uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because we know um elizabeth olsen is going to be in that one so who knows like right like what if what if the whole point of the show is like it has to deal with this movie right but you don't necessarily have to see the show to understand what's happening in the movie but it's like it's good like like a companion story too everywhere i go i see his face i just really miss him yeah, I miss him too. I don't think Tony would have done what he did if he didn't know that you were going to be here after he was gone. You going to be the next Iron Man now? Well, no, I don't have time. I'm too busy doing your jobs. What? Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Look, keep up the good work because I am going on vacation. Heads up. Nick Fury's calling you. I don't really want to talk to Nick Answer Fury. Phone. Why? Because if you don't talk to him, then I have to talk to him. I don't want to talk to him. You sent Nick Fury to voicemail? I gotta go. You do not ghost Nick Fury. What up, dorks? What's up? We're just talking about the trip. I'm here in St. Marco Polo's. Oh, I think MJ really likes me. That reminds me when I first fell in love. You're a very difficult person to contact, Spider-Man. This is Mr. Beck. We could have used someone like you on my world. New world? Beck is from Earth, just not ours. The snap to our hole in our dimension. You're saying there's a multiverse? We have a job to do, and you're coming with us. There's gotta be someone else you can use. What about Thor? Off world. Captain Marvel. Unavailable. But I'm just a friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Bitch, please, you've been to space. What do you want, Peter? 
I want to go back on my trip with the girl who I really like and tell her how I feel. MJ, I... am Spider-Man. No, of course I'm not. I mean, it's kind of obvious. You're right, you may not be ready, but this is my responsibility. Saving the world requires sacrifice. Sometimes people die. I always feel like I'm putting my friends in danger. The world needs the next Iron Man. Are you going to step up or not? I gotta get you guys out of here! Get on the jet! Who are you? I work with Spider-Man. You work for Spider-Man? I work with Spider-Man, not for Spider-Man. New plan! Spider-Man Far From Home is a 2019 American superhero film based on the Marvel Comics character Spider-Man. Starring Tom Holland as Peter Parker, Spider-Man, alongside Samuel L. Jackson, Zendaya, Kobe Smulders, John Favreau, J.B. Smoove, Eight months after Endgame, we see Peter Parker as he goes on a class trip to Europe with his friends. While in Venice, he meets up with Nick Fury, who's given the glasses um, equipped with artificial intelligence, Edith, which has access to all databases of Stark Industries. Nick Fury introduces Peter Parker to Quentin Beck, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. Beck claims that the elementals that have been running a rampant through Europe and part of Mexico, hail from a different reality, one among many in the multiverse. Peter at first rejects Fury's call to arms, opting to rejoin his class. Covertly, Fury redirects the school's trip towards Prague, where the fire elemental is projected to strike. It appears at a carnival, but Beck, with Parker's help, destroy it. Fury and Hill invite Parker and Beck to Berlin to discuss the formation of a new superhero team. Parker considers Beck worthy of being Stark's successor and bequeaths him the Edith glasses. Unbeknownst to him, Beck is revealed to be a, a former holographic illusionist specialist at Stark Industries. Parker, going back to the hotel, intent on telling MJ how he feels, MJ deduces Parker as Spider-Man. They discover that a piece of debris she retrieved during the carnival battle with the fire elemental is a projector that presents a simulation of the air elemental, leading the two to realize Beck is a fraud. Parker travels to Berlin and meets with Fury. Realizing that he is an illusion, Parker battles multiple illusions before Fury apparently subdues Beck. Fury forces Parker to reveal anyone he told of Beck's deception before being revealed as another illusion, ultimately being hit by a train. Awaking in a jail cell in the Netherlands, Parker breaks out and contacts Happy Hogan, played by John Favreau. He flies Parker to London and reveals a suit manufacturing machine left behind by Stark. In London, Beck uses Edith to orchestrate his biggest illusion yet, a fusion of all four elementals, using it as cover to kill MJ and others whom she might have revealed his secret. Parker disrupts the illusion, so Beck reveals the drones to attack him. Parker defeats Beck, regaining control of Edith to call off the drone attacks. Beck dies from wounds sustained from misfired drone gunshots. An assistant of Beck's escapes with data of the events, 
Parker returns to New York City and begins a relationship with MJ. What did you think about it? I love this movie. I thought it was really good. Um, I mean, it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man's always great. And one thing I really like is um, that Tom Holland is Spider-Man because he plays Spider-Man just, like, so, like, great. And I love that they um, chose to do Mysterio as the villain because, like, I've always loved Mysterio as a villain, and I think, like, that was just a great... Like, it's it's something different, and it's something... And he's, he's more unique to the story than, like, if we just got Green Goblin again, or if we got Elektra again, but it has to be played by Jamie Foxx. Um, or, you know what I mean, if we just got Sandman, or if we just got, oh, here's Harry Osborn. Uh, you know what I mean? It would just kind of would have been, like... Oh, I roll type of thing. Kingpin. That would have been cool, especially if they got Vincent D'Onofrio to come back as as the penguin. Oh, uh, penguin. <laughs> as the penguin. As uh, Kingpin. That'd be pretty awesome. So then it kind of ties it in, too. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I think that'd be awesome. But I just think the story was, it was just so well done. I mean, the cast is just, like, amazing. And then, like, ugh, it... It's just so good and then like that little bit at the end that kind of just makes you like oh what oh what i on the other hand thought it was good i wasn't blown away but it doesn't mean that i don't think it's good i do feel like <clears throat> i feel like the first one was more of like a pleasant surprise so this one felt like a filler, almost, you know, because he's still young, and it's it's not really that far off from Homecoming, so it definitely fit. And you're right, like having a, a marquee character like Mysterio be in the movie is awesome. Kind of sucks that he died, yeah, quote unquote died. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I wouldn't say this is like one of the best Marvel movies of all time. But I admit that it's really good. And I've, I've said this before, and like you said um, earlier, that Tom Holland as Peter Parker Spider-Man is amazing. Literally the best thing that we've ever gotten. Uh, I don't think there's anyone who plays a character as perfect as he does with Peter Parker. Yeah. And don't come at me with, what are you talking about? We're good Wolverine. And that one gay Australian guy. It's like, no, <laughs> he's not fucking Wolverine. He's just a gay Australian playing a Wolverine yeah. character. We haven't seen the real Wolverine yet. And that's what you guys have to understand. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I, I definitely liked the movie. It obviously gave me everything that I wanted. But I just feel like that initial, like, excitement for the movie was more of, like, oh, this is really cool to see in the MCU because he's really different than other characters. And they kind of push it in the movie how, yeah, he has powers and, yeah, he's done some really cool shit, but he's still a kid and he doesn't know exactly what he's doing. And you know what I mean? And it's weird because he's someone that actually has 
like superpowers, but he's not treated like like a Thor. He's not treated like you know what I mean, like a yeah. main superhero, even though he obviously is. Mm. And I thought that was really cool. Um, everyone in it killed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like, like the best. Like, I'm not trying to undersell it. I'm just trying to tell you, like, I think for me, maybe like future watch it, like uh, viewings. I think um, watching this and Far From Home or Homecoming, they might even out where it's like, oh, this is a this is a perfect back to back movie. And it definitely delivered on what it was promised. Yeah. And I mean, this movie as an end to like phase three, kind of like, I feel like that was a good, like, like we needed something to like settle, like, like the, the, the major destruction that was Endgame, And I feel like this really helped to like, I mean, we got to, like, everyone who was so in love with Tony Stark, I mean, he's he's okay, got to be like, oh, my God, they have his picture up. It's like, okay, calm down. <laughs> yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah. At first, I thought it was kind of dumb that it's like, why won't you just end it uh, at Endgame? Like, it's the perfect ending. But, I mean, you're right. Like, to, to move the story along, it's like, Hey, look at this guy from this part. He's now moving on. And now that you're looking, now that we've seen the future, it's like, oh, okay. I could see how this is like a different part, right? Like this, yeah, this is, this is kind of like, this is the end. I do, I do feel though that (sighs) Endgame could have been the end, but this is also a, a good fitting. Yeah. Um, and it it delivered enough to where you're still thinking about like what does this mean? What does that mean? What is this? Um like for instance that they straight up agree now that there are multi multiple dimensions. Yeah. And it's cool that, you know, they say like for sure, like, yes, this is a six one six dimension. So it'd be but interesting. They, but was he making it up? No, because they brought cause uh the doctor and Thor, the old white guy. Oh, Eric Salvin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember, that's, like, oh, yeah, that's he, right. he that's had right. the multidimensional thing, too. And um, I think they kind of admit it <laughs> in, in uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. So I think it's always been there. But the fact that they're like, oh, this is for sure a thing is pretty cool. Um, and, I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this, it's fucking spoilers. So you can't be upset that we're spoiling yeah. the spoiler-filled, spoiled movie. Yeah. But I think the fact that the at the end when you find out that they're not actually who they say they are and mm. and and they're um they're actually scrolls. Yeah, they're actually scrolls. Maybe that's a hint that they they've known that multidimensional exists, right? Because it. it now that you look at it, it's like he bought it so easily. And but even though he wasn't uh, Nick Fury, you could be like, "Oh, it's because he's not Nick Fury." But it's like uh, maybe, but also maybe he knew. Yeah. Maybe he knew this should exist, 
And so he's he just an like, alien. yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do feel like it does exist too because when they bring up um, Jonah Jameson. Oh yeah. And it's him from yeah, J.K. What, Simmons, the first one. Yes, the ve- the very first. I think that kind of ties into the multi the multiverse too because. It's he is John Jameson, but he's not from the was it uh, the Daily Bugle? What's the thing called? Oh, the Daily Bugle. Is it Bugle? Yeah, uh, Bugle. He's not that. He's a he's an Alex Jones type of figure. Mm. So I I feel like that was kind of a, a like a nod to be like, hey, we're not the, we're not that Spider Man. This isn't that universe. But it uh, makes sense because like in other like ultimate dimensions the peter parker isn't you know spider-man peter parker is just peter parker yeah or oh he didn't get bit by a radioactive spider it's a radioactive pig you know what I mean? yeah a spider that got <laughs> bit by a radioactive pig a spider got bit by a radioactive peter parker oh. um yeah you know, but you know what i mean and i He's i feel like spider. i feel like this was a nod to be like see they do exist because jonah jameson and I don't know, Dimension 69, that's the first Spider-Man trilogy. But this is Jonah Jameson, you know, 616, and he's, he's Alex still Jones. Jim- <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, and I love that they did that, where, like, it's like, instead of just being, like, some dumb news thing, like, you know, it to- they totally could have just done, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be a photographer for the news or something. You know, like he was originally. But, like, I love that they decided to change it, where they're yeah. just like, what, what is now? Like, what, what now? And it's like, oh, he could be Alex Jones. <laughs> and it, it fits. It, it totally fits. And it's cool because sometimes we do talk about, like, perfect castings. And obviously, like we said earlier, we said it before, we always say it, Tom Holland as Peter Parker is fucking perfect. And um, what's his name? Ron, uh, not Ron Simmons. What's his name again? J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Ron Simmons is <laughs> from wrestling. Uh, J.K. Simmons as Jonah Jameson is fucking perfect. Like, he is exactly what you would want like a live action. He is literally, like, even, even remembering back to um, the cartoons... Yeah. Like you, you see him, and then you see him as live action. And you're like, perfect. Yeah. That's that's exactly who plays. That's exactly J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> so, so the fact that they did this in in this movie, this universe, whatever, is fucking perfect. Because then it felt like, hey, we could get more of him now. Yeah. Like now we actually might That'd get awesome. more of him, and it's perfect because that just shows like. Hey, I'm so good for this role <laughs> that I can skip dimensions and still be a part of the yeah. movie. <laughs> like it, it's just it's like he's like I don't even have to audition for this role I'm already this role but one thing too that I love is that like it just also is gonna it, it kind of paralleled um the first Iron Man where it was like where they kind of reveal that he's Peter Parker although it is kind of like a oh shit like what's gonna happen type of thing what like how is this gonna obviously like in this in this whole like Phase one, two, and three, they didn't really have like secret identities type of things. They everyone kind of already knew, like, oh yeah, that guy Walker, that's that's um Captain America. It's like he even had to like go around like covertly because they knew who Captain America was. 
but like I I do like that they still had kept Spider Man's like identity like a secret. But it's just gonna be kind of crazy to like like oh, what like what is gonna happen when when everyone knows who Spider Man is. Well, here's my theory. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can tell, we don't know when we're gonna get a next Spider Man. No. So what I think is as this next couple years go on and we get to Phase Four, the secret identities are gonna matter, and so I feel like. It's going to be more prevalent now where we're going to see more and more people be quote unquote superheroes yeah. and these mutants are going to start coming out and they're like, well, well, look at Spider, look at we outed Spider-Man and it's fine. But it's like, it's not fine because everyone's, you know, obviously you're going to do something with that. So I feel like that's somehow going to tie into like mutants, X-Men, yeah. that whole thing. Mm. And uh, I don't know exactly how, I don't know how it's going to play off. But I feel like that's what it was meant to do. Maybe. And um, because outing Spider-Man like that is a huge deal. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, like, in the whole movie, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, kind of whatever, blah, blah, blah. But at the end, it almost I almost thought he was going to talk, like, he was going to be in front of a press conference and say, like, I am Spider-Man. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, like but instead it was... Are you guys dating? <laughs> um, so I feel like that's the reason why they did it. And uh, I feel like that's going to, obviously it's going to play into the mutants and stuff like that. And do you think it's also going to play into like them thinking that he's a murderer? So he's got to go on the run? Um, I don't know. I Because, I mean, obviously it ends with, the video coming out and it's you know doctored and he reveals who peter parker is but it also kind of shows like oh he kind of murdered whatever but here here's the thing is that yeah i get it but just like other conspiracy theories aka false flags um there's people out there who are like we were there there was the only drone attacks were on that bridge and no one was on that bridge so I feel like they could do something like that where it's like kind of like a because they did set up like Al, the oh, like, Alex Jones character like Spider-Man truthers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it is like it sounds ridiculous and I could totally be projecting it. But the fact that they set up Jonah Jameson as Alex Jones and they had the video and the video is obviously doctored because we were there, we seen it. Yeah. And after that, like, because it's like, oh, he's killing all these people, blah, blah, blah. And I get no one knows where it's at. But I feel like that could come into play all the way, you know, later. And maybe that's how he hooks up with, like, the X-Men and maybe. New, and, and mutants cool. and stuff. Because, you know, mutants are, they hide. You know, they go, like, maybe it's like, yeah, exactly like that. Maybe he's like, oh, they're trying to get him for this and they're trying to get him for that. And and they're like oh blah 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 and they're like oh then where are the dead bodies well we'll just we'll blame him for everything then like he was there for everything right um and so they could do something like that and then maybe some bald-headed fuck in a wheelchair like pops up and he's like he is not to blame that could totally be a possibility um or maybe it's maybe it's it's more simple than that maybe it's Nothing. I, I don't know. I feel like it has to do deal with something. But you're right. Like, 
it's gonna come into play later on, right? Of like, did Spider Man murder these people? One thing I, I wanted to talk about is like I love the chemistry between like just all the actors, but especially like Tom Holland and Zendaya. Like it makes you like really believe like they are in a relationship in real life because they are. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say that for forever and ever. Oh, no, he's dating someone else. Is he? Yeah, he just came out saying he's dating a family friend. Oh, okay. Wink, wink, wink. But anyways. But, like, that's why it's, like, I can't wait to see, like, more movies that they do. Just, like, even separately. And um, just because, like, they're both, like, amazing actors. And then even just, like, having, like, Martin Starr and J.B. Smoove as, like, in these, like, roles. Like, J.B. Smoove, like, obviously he's as hilarious. As a man of science? I'm going to say witches. Like... <laughs> Like, I'm sitting there laughing, and everyone else laughed, and my mom's like, oh, man, he's so funny. What else has he been in? I was like, what? J.B. Smoove? Yeah, that's what? God, I was like, he's hilarious. Uh, But I think, uh, like, Jake Gyllenhaal obviously, like, makes you, like, he he plays, like. I will say that. I was trying to figure out, like, how, what's really going to happen. And when they did the whole oh, he was a part of, like, Stark Industries and got fired and stuff. I was like, smart. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. when they do the whole thing where yeah. they show it and then they cut, like, real quick and he's in the corner. Like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, so I will say that that's awesome. and the, But the fact that they still kept the character exactly how you imagine Mysterio. Yep. Because he's still, like, He's still like the master of illusion, technically. Mm-hmm. And he's still like that pompous jackass who's like, I have to have everything perfect. Yes. So even though he isn't exactly, you know, the Mysterio we see in like the comic books and the cartoons and all that stuff, he is Mysterio. And that's what I loved about it is that they, like they did in the first one with um, Vulture, it was like, they they took this character and it's like a character you didn't really know too much about and you knew what his like backstory was but they gave him such a, an interesting new twist that it was like yeah this makes sense like this is like it, it actually makes you like wow this is a like Michael Keaton did a really good job in this role it makes you like actually like like he, you you don't know whether or not to be on his side with this thing, I know like Mysterio, obviously you're not on his side, but like you, you, you kind of are like, well, you're right. Like Stark did like, like take business away from him. And like, this was how he had to make money. But then like, you kind of get the same thing with hit with, um, Quentin Beck, um, with Mysterio where it's like Stark did steal his technology, but at the same time he is a jerk. And I love that they, that they portray him as this like likable guy. But at the same time, he has this, like, dark side to him that comes out, like, super crazy, and it's, like, perfect. Yeah, just, like, dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I actually thought that was really good because I knew that I knew that he wasn't the good guy. No. But I was trying to, I like, I did actually really well with not paying attention to this movie. <laughs> I barely saw any trailers. I haven't seen anyone talk about the movie. Like, literally nothing has come, like, not even, like, semi-spoilers so i literally went into this movie not knowing nothing i didn't know anything except for what like that first trailer showed me maybe the second one i don't know so 
watching it, I'm like, I know what's going to happen, but I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't, you know, like for all I know, maybe he is from my old, like, that's what I was thinking, like, oh, maybe he actually is from a different yeah. universe. But, like, you know, he's still a liar. And, like, you know what I mean? Because I think a lot of people were waiting for that. Um, or, maybe, yeah, maybe he is a liar. And But it, it what it did was, like, perfect. <laughs> and um, it's weird because I feel like it it ended kind of just like, eh. And, but when you really think about it, it's like, no, there's a lot of, there's a lot of moving parts here. Like, uh, he got outed. That's one thing. Um, you know, the, uh, Nick Fury wasn't Nick Fury. <laughs> so where is he? What is he doing? That's exactly. True. You know, why is he in space? So, yeah, it, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of little parts here and there. That's like, what's going to happen now? I mean, he still has the glasses. So, you know, well, like, and then it's like, when we think about like the next one, cause I was thinking like, and I know this is probably like dumb to like get into even thinking about what the next one but i was thinking i was like what if the next one is more like everyone's kind of like well they're not sure about spider-man so like norman osborn being a big businessman is like kind of you kind of do him a little bit less like green goblin and like norman osborn that we normally see and do him a little bit more like lex luther ish where he's more like there and he's like look at um we need to take down the Spider-Man, but he hires a hunter named Craven to go after him. And he also hires this other guy who just got released from jail, and he gives him a bunch of technology, and he's a scorpion. That'd be a pretty badass movie, right? Oh, yeah, and then, stop fan casting stuff. And then, <laughs> and then they bring in Venom, and then it's just the Sinister Six. This is a... I would say that this is a great movie to show... Don't fucking mix Venom, the fucking Sony whatever verse with Spider-Man. Because what they're doing is perfect. Yeah. Like, don't fuck it up. You're going to fuck it up. I don't understand why Sony would even want to. Like, I, that's the problem with Sony is they, they get, like, they get ideas into their head and then... Amy Pascal decides to put her name on a movie and is like, see, I'm a producer, guys. I'm just like you. And it's like, no, yes, but it's only because Marvel and Disney. And it's like, well, no, see, we made this movie, so that's why, and see, everyone watched Venom, so why can't we put them two and two? It'll make all the money. It's like, that's not how it works. Yeah. Um. So I really hope that doesn't, because I know that, they were talking about like, oh yeah, we'll just mix them together. Don't fucking try. I don't even care if you bring in the multiverse thing in and you're like, oh yeah, I'm from you know Earth four twenty, and it's like okay, well go back. I don't want you here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I really fucking hope they don't do that because I saw Venom, and yeah, there's a reason why a lot of people didn't like it that bad huh i'm not saying it's great i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying like there's a reason why it shouldn't mix um but yeah uh as a whole as a as a movie by itself and with the rest of the marvel universe i do feel like we got the perfect second spider-man movie yeah and this just goes to show all those 
pieces of shit that are like, the original Spider-Man trilogy is really good. If you go back and watch it, shut the fuck up. Yeah. This movie is fantastic. The first movie is fantastic. That yeah. that just shows you like they know what they're fucking doing with this this character. Yeah. So I'm sure the third one hasn't come out yet, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna be pretty fucking good. Um, and yeah, I I, I don't know. The, obviously, we could keep going on talking about how great it is, but. Obviously, we've been going on talking about how great it is. So, yeah, it's definitely a watch. Um, especially if you're not, like, if you're not super into, like, superhero movies, but you go and watch them every once in a while, this is definitely one to watch. Like, yes. I understand why you wouldn't watch Doctor Strange. I can understand, to an extent, why maybe you don't want to watch Guardians of the Galaxy. But this is a Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. It's very simple to understand. Trust me, you'll love it. Yeah. So... Good spider webs backed hard. So the segment for this week, we are going to talk about how, you know, Disney decided to go back through and remake a bunch of old animated features. But what's a movie that, an animated movie, that we would like to see done up as a live action feature it doesn't have to necessarily be a disney film it can be um but like what's what's one that um you wanted to see as a live action film what was it called journey to atlantis is that that movie is called something Uh, atlantis uh, atlantis uh the journey of the center i i know which one you're talking about yeah the atlantis one um because obviously (laughs) it's uh it's pretty out there Mm. but it's awesome. It's always been like one of the, one of my favorites. But it's because it ties into the whole like, like ooh secret like you know, uh, ancient civilizations and blah blah blah. And, and so, having that with Disney backing, hmm. knowing that they're going to turn into like this action adventure, that actually be a pretty good one. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, who knows? Maybe they could add more to the story. Uh, they could oh maybe down there in Atlantis there's a a gate that leads to the stars. I think I just came a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean I love that if they're like they're like yeah you know oh like it's so crazy where do they, you know what where I they come from because I know they were tying like the actual ancient alien theory now because mm-hmm. now it's big so they'd be like oh we don't come from this earth we were seeded here. <gasps> Dang. And I'd be like, give me a fucking part two right now, goddammit. That'd be pretty cool. Um, one that I was thinking of was Secret of Nim. If they did that, maybe as a live action, that's a really good one. It's a really dark story. And, I mean, if we're going to remake like a, good ones anyways, you know what I mean? Like, you, you remade Jungle Book and you remade Lion King and Aladdin. It's like, why not just remake like Secret of Nim, and you could update it a little bit more. You could, I mean, obviously the graphics have gotten way better. You can get them like super photorealistic. I think if, I think if we're really gonna play with the idea of taking like old um, cartoons and stuff, mm. I think Disney has the upper hand in saying like we can give like like we said like Darkwing Duck, mm. like that would be funny. And awesome. Yeah. Because it's like, 
What? <laughs> <laughs> or obviously gargoyles. Ooh, I feel like one. I feel like those two, especially, you could do something where that would play into getting the audience of like young kids, teens, and like older people because it would still be kid friendly, but it would be like like kind of kind of how um how Guillermo del Toro said he wanted to keep um scary stories where he's like I I want it to be scary, but I want kids to enjoy it. I don't want it to be rated R. Yeah. He could do they could do something like that where like, yeah, these 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 characters look terrifying. <laughs> this universe is very dark, but it's still like very friendly. You know what I mean? Like the like it's still the the wise the fucking isn't there a wise crafting like fat one or something? Yeah. Gargoyles. Yeah. We can call it the dark universe on a wave. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like they have that opportunity to to do something like yeah, that. Yeah, that would actually be pretty interesting to do Gargoyles as, like, a live-action movie. Um, other than that, like, the only other, th- the only other like, cartoon thing that I think would be really cool in the future, maybe, Adventure Time, maybe? Ooh, that would actually be pretty interesting to see that. Yeah, because it's a, it's a really weird universe. That, yeah, it is. <laughs> but it's technically from a very plain world. Hmm. Right. So, yeah, I think that's what I would want to see more from now on. Uh, taking some of those more, like, obscure TV shows as opposed to just movies. Mm-hmm. Although I, I still would love to see the Atlantis movie. That'd be fucking awesome. Um, and, I mean, they fucking did it with Dora. That's true. <laughs> so. and, and they made it look like... Honestly, like I'm so like pretty hyped entertaining. To see, yeah, I'm so hyped to see this movie. And anyone who says otherwise, it's like, yeah, but you watch Jumanji, and this feels like it's trying to be like a Jumanji light. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like they're doing it in a way that's like this actually would be probably pretty good. Yeah. Or like, oh man, they do Blues Clues, but that's it's uh, yeah, but it's like a super hardcore like <laughs> neo noir yeah. thriller. Yeah. It's like that's when Blue like, my dog walked in. She said burr, 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 burr. I've got a clue. Blue's clues. She didn't have a blue paw on her. She had a red paw. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like we could explore that idea a little bit more as opposed to the movies. But the some of the movies ideas are really good. And if they're if they really are into like let's just try to refresh a lot of these things. I think we got a couple of good ones in there. Yeah. And so... I, and I feel like... I mean, that's what Disney's trying to do anyways. Is they're just I mean, look to, at the Winnie the Pooh one they did. I love that I, movie. Oh, it was so good. I was like... This is kind of... It's kind of sad. Anyways, <coughs> nerd. <coughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting idea, right? Seeing yeah. that they're going to refresh a lot of stuff. I, I do wish that they would move away from... Like, you're right. Like, the quote-unquote classics. Yeah, because I think it was interesting that they did. They started with Maleficent, obviously, and it was an interesting. See, it was an interesting. Oh, like what about like um, Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty? Like that was an interesting idea, right? Yeah. And then they 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 did like um, Cinderella, but they kind of they made it. Um, what was it? What was it called? I don't remember. But anyways, they kind of did that, and then they did the junk. No, they did Pete's Dragon. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know, but the Jungle Book was really good. Um, I didn't see Peach Dragon, but I heard it's really good. But yeah, like the, these are movies that are like a little bit older that people hadn't really like talked about in a while. 
But then they started moving into films that everyone had been talking about for a while. And, I mean... I have no problem with it. I don't have a problem with it yeah. either, because I love Beauty and the Beast, the, the new one and the old one. I, I still think it was good. Um, I saw Lion King. It was it was okay. It was the Lion King. Like, I, I don't understand what people are upset about. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we'll put a cork in it, and uh, if something exciting ever comes up, then maybe we'll bring it up again. Try to be like, no, this has to be done. But until then, guys, as always, thank you for listening. Oh, yeah, thank you. If you would like to uh, follow our Instagram, our Twitter, handles at intb underscore podcast. You can message us directly at intbpodcast at gmail.com. Or go ahead and follow us on any of your favorite streaming apps, whatever. If they have an uh, option to leave comments or ratings, please do so. Um, and yeah, let us know. Uh, let us know if there's a if there is a movie from your childhood that you would like to see turned from a cartoon to a live action, or are you against it? <laughs> do you, have you been hating yeah. these last couple ones? Or what do you think about Spider Man? Is this your favorite Spider-Man? Or was Andrew Garfield your favorite Spider-Man? Hopefully not. I, I know he wasn't mine. He was good in Under the Silver Lake, but I mean, as Spider-Man. But whatever. I think he was better in... What's that called again? The Ridge something? Axel oh, Ridge. Ridge. Oh, God. <laughs> um, or uh, is there anything in this last... San Diego Comic-Con world that came out that you're super excited for. Um, anything in particular that got you excited? If you could go to DomCom, would you? Probably not. But, uh, yeah, just let us know. You know, whatever. I I'd go to DomCom. I don't think anyone really wants to go to DomCom. But until then, guys, as always, remember. It's not that bad. It's not bad.